Pastor Doug Meacham from Grace Chapel in Westerville, Ohio, and we welcome you back to Life's Beautiful Journey Radio. This is Season 13 kicking off, and each week we will be talking about a different part of life, and this week we will be talking about ice. Now, at the time of this recording, it is in the middle of winter, and we have had several days uh, here and there of experiencing ice on the roads or on the driveways or on the sidewalks or in our parking lots and many other places where we live and move and do so many things. And thankfully, for the most part, this winter has been pretty mild. But, you know, we have uh, still had some snow and some ice to deal with every so often. Of course, growing up in Ohio, we've had our share of ice each winter over the years. You know, as a kid, I can remember ice skating on ponds in the area that were frozen over. And uh, you would just simply go out and throw on some skates, and there you go, just right on the pond. But you'd have to wait until it was thick enough. (laughs) But uh, the creek by our house would also freeze over, and uh, that allowed us to go through a large drainage tunnel on a disc sled, like riding the luge in the Olympics. (laughs) My dad even got into the act once and slid all the way through the tunnel to the other side of the street underground. You know, as a teenager, I may have shared uh, before that our church youth group went skiing at a resort in Ohio one time, and we were all talking about who might fall first on the slopes, since none of us were really very good at skiing at all. (laughs) But when we parked the van, I hopped right out, and I was wearing those popular in the 80s Docksider shoes uh, for some reason in the winter, and I immediately slipped and fell on the ice. And uh, in fact, I almost slid right under the parked van that was next to us. (laughs) Uh, The others in the group said, well, I guess we know who is going to, to fall first. That was me. And when somebody asked how my ski trip went, you know, I could have said, well, it was all downhill from there. (laughs) Uh. You know, in college, I had to commute from home to my classes. Since my school was only a few miles from my house, I decided not to pay rent somewhere when I could just as easily drive the three or four miles or so to get there. But one winter morning, I was running a little bit late and was picking up the pace a bit on my drive into town. Well, as I was getting close to campus, I was moving along when all of a sudden a car decided to pull in front of me as they were turning left, and I firmly tapped my brakes and happened to do so on a patch of ice. My car immediately started to glide in a circle through the intersection. Then I ended up on the edge of the ditch in the snow. And funny enough, though, I wasn't so far in that I couldn't just back up and pull forward on down the road. You know, the Lord protected me that morning, I believe, and uh, I could have easily been T-boned by another car. I could have gone so deep into the ditch that I would have needed towed out, but instead I actually made it safely to school and walked in on time. You know, I was a, a bit shaken up, but knew God's angels got me there in one piece. You know, as an adult, the most impactful encounter with ice that I had was when I was living in Nashville. In the South, you know, they are so used to not having to deal with snow and ice that it can often catch them by surprise. 
In fact, I worked for the South Central Bell Yellow Pages for a while when I lived there in Nashville and Tennessee. And uh, part of the training for the job was to go to Birmingham, Alabama to take a few classes uh, for a few weeks. And I enjoyed it because I was getting paid well (laughs) to simply sit in classes all day. And uh, that made for some easy work. But I would often travel back to Nashville on the weekends to check in on my apartment at the time, make sure everything was okay. And I did so once when an ice storm hit Birmingham while I was gone over the weekend. And things got so bad that they literally shut down the major freeways in and around the city. In fact, they told me there was no way to get back into town until the middle of the week. And uh, so I found out, of course, later that the ice even took out power around the city with downed power lines. And the uh, other workers that were in my training class had to gather in the clubhouse there of the residence in since they uh, were the only ones to have a generator on the property. And when I finally got uh, the okay to head back into the city, I couldn't believe what I saw along the road there. It was like the ice turned uh, that town into a war zone, (laughs) is the way it looked. And there were uh, wrecked cars along the side of the road, multiple sightings of roadkill, and even a loose tire sitting on the side of the road in the snow. You know, it made me miss being in Ohio where they pre-salted the roads (laughs) when threats of ice and snow were coming in the forecast. But, uh, you know, even with all of the stories of difficulty when it comes to dealing with ice, we know that it is still part of God's creation, don't we? And we can enjoy things like cold drinks and ice cream and and ice activities like skating and hockey. Um, In fact, Job 37, 10 through 13 says, By the breath of God, ice is given, and the broad waters are frozen. Also with moisture, He saturates the thick clouds. He scatters his bright clouds. You know, even though weather events, I know, sometimes can be uh, difficult as ice can affect us negatively, we can see the place it has in our lives. It also presents itself as a metaphor, I think, relating to the state of our walk with the Lord, doesn't it? It makes me think about my spiritual walk and whether I am walking on fire for God or am I as cold as ice? You know, sometimes we might like a cup of water that, uh, you know, you sit outside. We might be like that where you're sitting it there and, and uh, the temperatures are below freezing. And then all of a sudden that stagnant water ends up going from a, a functioning glass of liquid to a frozen solid mass. And sometimes we might feel like that, don't we? That cup of water. Do you feel like that today? Like you've been sitting around stagnant in the freezer waiting until you are completely immobile? Well, God wants you to get on fire for him today. And all we have to do to receive that fire in our soul is to ask him for it. In fact, Matthew 7, 7 through 8 says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. So if you are feeling icy in your faith today, (laughs) just ask the Lord to fire you up. For doing that is the best way to travel through life's beautiful journey, isn't it? Our podcast, again, is sponsored by Grace Chapel Community Church. And more information can be found about the church at gracechapel.us. Again, that's gracechapel.us. 
Also remember that you can send me an email directly to Pastor Doug Meacham, that's M-E-A-C-H-A-M, at yahoo.com. And make sure to check out our new YouTube channel for some exciting adventures and enhanced versions of our podcast. And also you can follow us on Facebook for some product link mentions and other uh, information from our episodes. Just check that out. And I ask you, won't you join us again next week for Life's Beautiful Journey? Thanks again for joining us, and God bless.